Hey, what's up? This is uh, Stuchast uh, 36. 36. 6 squared. Man, that's like, it's like about, that's like nine months worth of episodes. I can't believe, like, I don't know. It's getting. Episode 50 gotta be big. That's all I know. But, um, yeah. How was everyone's weekend? I had a great weekend. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. You know? Took a weekend. Um, what's the weather? What's the weather forecast? I gotta check. Let's see. Next couple days in Pittsburgh, because it is just too cold. Like it's weird. Like the the sun's literally out till eight o'clock, and it's like thirty five degrees. It it makes no sense. It makes no sense, dude. It's it's ridiculous at this point. I mean, it, it needs to stop. It needs to be seventy, eighty, ninety degrees. Bring it on. Just insane humidity you know, sweat your balls off weather, come on, you know, just, just bring it, hit me, bring it, uh, Pittsburgh weather forecast, what's it gonna be, holy, what the fuck, it's gonna be 79 on Friday, what the frick, 79, it's, okay, so it says here, it's 40, well, I think it's like 30 something now, because it's dark, but Monday, high 44. Tuesday, high of 49. Wednesday, okay, it goes up to 50. Nice. Thursday, 66. Not Friday, 79 degrees. Then Saturday, it's 75. Then Sunday, the low goes back down to 36. Like, this town's incredible. It's an incredible town. Oh, and it's going to be like April 15th or whatever. Oh, Jesus. Dude, like, we're pretty much going to be in May. It's going to be basically May soon. By next Sunday, April 15th, right? That's tax day. Oh, that's tax day. Dude, speaking of taxes, get this. I owed over $500 worth of taxes (laughs) to Giant because of Giant Eagle. I mean, oh, I I don't work there. Like, you know, because of MD, because of the Big Bird. Yeah, um, I know because I work there one day a week and I guess, you know, it didn't catch on or something. It was kind of like under the table, but you know, they recorded all that shit. And, you know, the RS needs their money, but yeah, gotta pay them 500, you know, gotta give the feds 500 bucks. Well, that's nice. Ah, fuck editing that. No edits on this podcast. You know, how this podcast rolls. No edits. If any employer, real employer actually found this out, I, I would hope they would just consult me and just say, hey, listen, we found this and uh, we think, you know, they, I, I hope they let me know. I hope they give me like warning, like get rid of it. You know what I mean? And then I'd be like, yeah, uh, yes, master. And I'd do all that and, you know, keep my mediocre job. <laughs> but if they just go straight to the firing, it's like, fuck it. I think I might just, just go all in on this. Just go all in on this. Uh, what what happened? I wrote big shits here in my notes. Um, yeah, because I think, yeah, it was Easter last weekend. I didn't get to talk about all the good food I ate. I ate so much good food over Easter. There was, like, ham. There was pierogies. There was bread. There was Mancini's bread, pierogi casserole. There were pork, pork tenderloin. We had those little sliders of the King's Hawaiian. We had all kinds of bread and shit. And the best part about eating big meals like that are, are just the big shits you get to take afterwards.
You, you know what I'm saying? It's like the nap after that to digest everything. Then the next day you just take a big shit. Like like you're at one of those bank ATM things. You know, you're at like those drive through banks and they like put like the little pod and just shoots up. It's like that's how your shits go. It just shoots out of your asshole. And like the little ploop in the water and like sometimes like the shit, it'll just hit just right. Or like water will come up like a little bidet in your butt and, you're, and it's like uncomfortable. And you're like, oh, but it's like, you know, it's clean it out. It's kind of pleasant. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, but big shits, man. Very important, you know. Very important to have um big shits. Um, What else happened? Uh, I'm going to etch that out so i don't talk about that again big shits all right that's done all right i just got back from my buddy's wrestlemania party he was just here last week mr dan geyser and i tell you what man he's buff chick dip ladies if you like buff chick dip hit up my man dan geyser because uh he delivers on that front he has the best buff chick dip in the world it's on it's life-changing it's unreal you get the pizza the chicken we all bring food. It, it's a good-ass time. But, dude, this WrestleMania crap was, like... I got there at, like, 7. And I left at, like, 11. And there was still, like, two or three matches left to go. Like, this shit was gonna last till, like, midnight. Like, how the fuck do you do a five-hour show like that? Like, that makes no sense to have a show go on for five fuck. Like, any show that goes on for that long... It's ridiculous. Like the average, the human attention span could take three hours at the. I like how soccer does it. It's just they start. There's no commercials. It's just straight play for 45 minutes. Then they get that weird extra time thingy that they put on, and it's just so inaccurate and not exact. Like that's like bizarre to me when they do the extra time, like you know, whatever thing. And then there's a 15 minute break. Then they get back. Like the game is literally done always like an hour and 50 minutes under two hours something like that every major soccer game unless it goes into like ot but like most soccer games you know they got the draw okay but it's like this wrestlemania crap for like five it was it was insane kurt angle and ronda rousey killed it i like that that match was so entertaining it was like bad but it was like entertaining like you got invested in it because you know it's like it was ronda's first match kurt angle and you don't like Triple H, it's the, you know what I mean? It was a good, like, I don't know. It was bad. It looked bad, but at the same time, it was good for any wrestling fans that listen to this. <laughs> Gotta water up. Dude, that marathon is in like a month, and I ran about four and a half miles at the gym today. I was killing it until I had to take a shit. And this always happens. It's like your stomach just hates you at the 40-minute mark, and you just got to shit. You just feel like you might just shit on that treadmill and then just embarrass yourself. So what I do is I go, and they have, like, the bathroom where, like, they got, like, the bathroom, you know what I mean? It could be men, women, or handicapped. I, I go in there because I like the space. I like to lock the door. I just like the peace. I like to, you know, just sit there and just take a huge just shit on a public toilet. It's a good time. It's just it's almost like diarrhea. Because you've been running a lot and uh, yeah, that just fucks with everything in your stomach. You know, it kind of like, I don't know. It doesn't make it as solid as you'd like it to be. Probably just because your intestines are moving around. I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. 
I didn't, I didn't take anatomy. Yeah. I saw the Masters. I think who won? That dude, Reed. The Masters. Yeah, some dude named uh, Patrick Reed. Well, good for him. I thought Spieth was going to come back and do it, man. He had a great day. He was down eight. He went, you know, he golfed eight under par for the day for that last day. How the fuck did Tiger Woods finish? Look that up. Tiger Woods. I was hoping he'd win it. Just see him go in that clubhouse, get a green jacket, do some coke. So he finished at plus one. Tied for 32. Ah, not great, but... Yeah, I made the cut. You know what I'm saying? That dude was like the greatest golfer of all time. Vardon trophy. What's the Vardon trophy? I'm just looking this up. Oh, uh, leader in scoring average? Leader in scoring average winners. So Tiger Woods won. Uh, 60 rounds, 60 round minimum. So you gotta do six, 15 tournaments. Tiger Woods got that in 2013, yeah, but he didn't win a major that year, huh? Adjusted scoring at what the f fuck does that shit even mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm looking at here. Adjusted scoring average, then there's adjusted score for the 60 round minimum, then a 50 round minimum. That's all like stupid. Like, why can't you just have one? They just gotta change the standards for everything. Tiger Woods. I'm gonna see how many. He's won every major. Uh, he won. Ah, yeah, he's won every one at least three times. That is insane. He won the Masters four times, PGA Championship four times, U.S. Open three times, and the Open Championship three times. And he won all the major tournaments by the year 2000. And he would have been, uh, he would have been a 24 year old. That's insane, that, dude. That's insane, man. That's like one of the greatest golf, top three golfer ever. I mean, come on. Who the fuck was better than Tiger Woods was in his prime for like the first 11 years? Who the fuck was better than that dude in his first 11 year run of his career? Like nobody was. Nobody was better than that. Ever. You just, you wish that he gets it back, but it's just, I, I don't know, man. Just the horrors, it all, it all, it, it just, it just fucked him up psychologically. It fucked him up because he looked like he had this perfect life. Everything was in order when behind the scene, it really wasn't. He was just. You know, just struggling with that, just that insane amount of fame. All those endorsements being on TV, just killing it in life and in golf. And just, you know, being in shape and a good, pretty good looking dude. And it's like, I don't know, he just couldn't couldn't take it. Then his dad dies, like kind of like his rock. And then it just fucking fell off the wheels, you know. And that was, and that's like his love, like you know, golfing. That's his bigger pat more than like girls, more than really the. It's just golfing, being the best golfer. You know what I mean? Because like he's unha I bet he's unhappy as all that money. It's like he wants to win a major again. You know what I mean? He wants he he wants to win a major again. That's what he wants to do. Like he has all this money in his fame. He's like yeah yeah, but that's in the yeah yeah you know it's all in the past and stuff. He's like he feels like 
I want to, you know, he probably feels like I want to win another major. That's probably how he's feeling right now because that's that's like his passion. That's his like life mission. You know what I mean? And it's just, I don't know, it's weird. And like, here's what I hate about the Masters. I hate like when they get in that clubhouse after like the guy wins and they give him the green jacket, how creepy it is in that clubhouse. It's just all these white dudes and like, it's like the head of the Masters clubhouse and like the Masters is like racist, you know, it's like all that shit. And they, you know, he just talks in that Southern accent and, you know, you, well, you know, uh, you know, who want Patrick won this dude, Patrick, well, you know, Patrick played great round of golf today and he some of the best competition in the world. It wasn't that, that redneck, but it was just, you know, had that Southern charm to it. And, uh, you know, it was just like, it was just, cr- it was weird. It was like you're watching like the Masons, like the Masons get together or something on TV. Like just to have the color, like they had like a fireplace or some shit in the background. I was like, what the fuck is this shit i feel like i'm in gander mat it, it was just weird it just seems so quiet like you can hear like a pin drop in there. It, it would just like i don't know it would just be weird to me i don't know all right that's golf i'll cross that off shit to talk about all right and then i watched um what i watched Saturday night was UFC. That was pretty good. I UFC. I mean, uh, there's this dude that fought. He looked like Lil Dicky. I don't know what his name was, but he looked like Lil Dicky, and he fought. I think he lost. I don't know. I don't. I don't pay attention. I was just seeing. Wanted to see what Khabib, Khabib Nurmagomedov versus uh big raging Al Iaquinta. Raging Al, man, like, all right, that originally wasn't the fight. What they wanted to have was Khabib go against this guy, Tony Ferguson, who was behind, like, Conor McGregor, who was the champion before that title match for the, what's it, the lightweight? <laughs> Is it the lightweight? UFC 223. I don't look, I, I, don't, I don't prep for any of this. You all know this. But UFC, Wikipedia will tell me the results. Okay, so this was for the lightweight. And Khabib, Khabib Nur, <laughs> Nurmagomedov defeated Ally Quinta. So what happened was this dude Khabib, he was supposed to go against this guy Tony Ferguson. And Tony Ferguson was ranked higher up than Khabib was. And Conor McGregor had the title. So it was like number one was Conor, number two was Tony Ferguson. Number three was Khabib. I believe that's how like the rankings were before this. But because Connor waited too long to fight because he was boxing, now made a hundred million and could do whatever the fuck he wants and doesn't really, you know, give a shit at this point. Well obviously he still does because he committed a, you know, is accused of uh, a felony and three misdemeanors for throwing a dolly or whatever at a fucking team bus. But um that's besides the point. Uh so this dude Tony Ferguson I guess he got himself caught like fucked up his knee or something before the fight so he couldn't fight and so they had to find a guy you know they were probably frantically trying to like book oh shit who do we get to replace and then this dude al uh quinto is ranked number 11 in the rankings like stepped up to try to fight this dude so we had like the number three ranked dude in khabib who is known for his this insane like grappling technique it's like where he just goes for a dude's legs and just tries to wrap him up and like pin him against like I don't know, it, the steel cage or whatever the fuck, you know, 
the steel fence that they have in that octagon and just like trap you there and like mush your face against you know so you can't really get out and that's pretty much what Khabib did like the whole like fight but he couldn't knock out Al he just like he just kind of subdued him like trapped him and was kind of like grappled him the whole time but he couldn't really knock out Al even though he probably should have been knocked out and just looked like he was gonna but he Al stayed up and he's a real estate agent and they didn't let him you know be able to promote that shit and I was kind of, that kind of made me sad I just wanted to see him cut a promo for the best real estate agent in Long Island. That's all I wanted to see. I wanted to see him promote prime real estate in Long Island. I mean, they were right there, dude. They were in New York. They were at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. That's like, you know, that is Long Island. Brooklyn's in Long Island. Why wouldn't they let him promote that? I don't know. It ain't up to me, man. I don't make these rules. I just abide by them. Hmm. And then in the uh, women's straw straw weight category, uh, Thug Rose Namajunas defeated uh, Joanna Dejetsovic. I, I can't pronounce. It's Pol. I can't pronounce the name. There's like accents and shit. I can't. Like little things under the E. I can't pronounce that. When I see like J-C-Z-Y-K, J-C-Z-Y-K. This is in this lady's last name. J-C-Z-Y-K. What, how the... Am I... Is it check? J-C-Z-Y-K. That just looks like if I just hit the keyboard to type gibberish. J-C-Z-Y-K. Y-2-K. I don't know. But Rose... Yo, it was a, that was a good match. Like, it was going back and forth. Rose was getting punches on this lady, Joanna, and won like the first two rounds of the fight. Then towards the middle, two like the middle two rounds, there were um Joanna was like kicking better. But then by the last round, like Rose hit her with the takedown. It was just like punches. Like it, it was obvious that Rose should have won that. And plus, like Joanna's face looked way more fucked up than you know. What I mean, all you gotta do is look at a person's face, and that gives you a good indication of like who won. <laughs> Like, the more fucked up somebody's face is, it's like, they probably lost. I mean, like, on paper, you would have been like, yeah, you, you kind of lost. But I don't know. I, I don't score this. But, like, the interesting thing is um there weren't really any major, like, knockouts. I guess there was one here in, like, the lightweight. This dude, Chris Gutzemacher, defeated Joe Larson in a TKO corner stoppage. So, it was a... I don't know how that works. So, beat him in the second round after five minutes. I guess they just knocked him out towards the end and he couldn't go. So it's, yeah, but everything else was unanimous decision for that main card. Yeah. That strawweight fight was really good. I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed watching that. It's back and forth, man. Because, like, Rose, I think, in the first fight against Joanna, they, um, Rose, like, knocked her out. Within, like, the first, like, you know, a minute or two, something like that. And so Joanna was just like, all right, that's a fake. I was like a one, one hit wonder type deal. And then Rose like went the full distance against that girl. And they said like, you know, what do I say about Joanna here? Click on her Wikipedia page. Yeah, prior to the defeat to Rose, number two, she was the number one pound for pound female MMA fighter in the world. So Rose is the best. She's the best fighter now. You know what I'm saying? So good for her, dude. That's dope. I wouldn't rose to win. She just looked like she has her head fully shaved, pretty much. 
you know, instead of doing like the, the fucking uh, cornrows shit that a lot of these fighters, like a lot of the female fighters do, they just get the dyed cornrows. <laughs> Rose is like, fuck it, I'm shaving, I'm shaving all this fucking shit off. And I was like, I respect, you know what, I respect that. Well, it's UFC, you gotta fight, you know? Maybe she doesn't like her hair being put in cornrows. She's like, fuck it, I'm just shaving this off. It's good. It's clean. Um. Alright. That's it for that. Uh, Dude, for, oh, big one. Friday night, I went and saw Bill Burr at the Benenham Center with my dad. And I tell you what, man. It was a great-ass time. It was a great-ass time at the Bill Burr show. Dude, he was up there for like an hour and a half. And like, I had like two beers at home. We went down there. Dude, trying, he did two shows in Pittsburgh. Dude, trying to like get in there and like buy beer, it was ridiculous. The lines were insane to get alcohol for that show because I think the first show started at seven. So Bill Burr was probably on till about, yeah, he was probably on till close to around, you know, 8.45 ish. Right, and then that's when they let everybody go, and then they had to keep the gates open. Then all these people had to come in within that same hour to like fill up that small venue there at the Benham Center. So yeah, you had to, it had to be quick, man. People were selling booze like crazy. You gotta, you know, there were like three or four stand, there were like three stands for booze, and like twenty eight hundred people were gonna show up. So they had to, you know what I mean? They had to basically give like two thousand people alcohol in that amount of time, and it just wasn't gonna work. But you know. He had this Yinzer opener for uh, Joe Bartnick. And dude, like, he, he killed it. He was pretty good with, like, his jokes and his delivery and everything. Like, it was funny. It was a good, like, warm-up for everybody. He was, like, a real Pittsburgh guy, you know, was able to, like, get, you know, get the crowd pumped up. But it's like, dude, when Bill Burr, like, walked out there, man, it was like a fucking rock. People gave him, like, a standing ovation and shit when he walked out. He's like, let's see if I'm funny first, you know, see if I'm funny. But, yeah, like, his whole set was, it was insane. I'm not going to like try to spoil it. Cause obviously he's probably going to try to film another special to come up on, come out on Netflix next year. But dude, I don't know, man. He's like, uh, that dude's like king of comedy right now. He is. That's like the first comedy show I've ever really been to. And it was just, it was a good ass time. He seems to be, you know, just like peaking like good for that dude. You know, everything's just like go together. He got a podcast. He's killing it doing stand up. He got an animated TV show. He likes to draw. I mean, he has all these interests and he's, he, dude, he flies helicopters. That's awesome. Flying a helicopter. Who else would be funny to see live? I know Joey Diaz was here. I'd like to see that dude live. That'd be so funny. Um, I'd like to see, if I could see these guys live, I'd see, like, a Chris Rock, or, like, a Dave Chappelle, um, I don't know, there's probably way more comedians, but off the top of my head, uh, if I could see, these comedians are dead, but if I could see these guys, I'd see, like, I'd definitely see, like, George Carlin, I'd see, like, Bill Hicks, I love those two dudes, those two guys were so funny, George Carlin and Bill Hicks, I'd see, um, like Richard Pryor, Patrice O'Neill, dude. Patrice O'Neill is so funny. <laughs> that guy was, 
that guy has insane stand-up just like look him up on you just look these guys up on youtube like anyone can find like comedy and shit on youtube but yeah man i mean it's it's a good time it's a good time it was a good time at that comedy show it was the first time i kind of like guess you know i'll see how the oh what i see oh anthony jeselnik was recently here and he's another he's another dude that's from pittsburgh that guy's funny I listen to I've listened to some of his comedy albums. I kind of like his arrogant his like his whole shtick is that he's arrogant. And he gives kind of like a deadpan like well, not like deadpan, but it's just like really like offensive jokes. And he just talks with just this arrogant like demeanor about him. So I dig that. But um, let's see here. <sighs> oh, dude, I was <laughs> dude. This motherfucker was giving me shit the other day. I was trying to teach this. I was trying to teach this guy how to this new kid how to do something. All right, at the job. All right, and it's the and it's the one where I shouldn't really be working at anymore. So uh, I'll say I'll tell this story. And so uh, I was working there, trying to show this guy how to do shit, and uh, he was on his phone while working a machine, and then like he almost fucked something up, and I'm just like, hey, pay attention. I was like, pay attention, dude. And then he wanted to like do something else. I was like, dude, we just gotta take this in and like put the carts away. Go in and put you know, put the shit away. And we walked out to do another run. We walked out and do that. Like I don't know. It, it, there was definitely like tension there. And then he was just like, You got a problem or something like that, buddy? I'm like, no, dude. It's just like you gotta just do your job. He's like, Well, what was that back there? I was like, dude, I was just telling you to pay attention. Well, you're always on your phone. I was like, Yeah, but I'm not on my phone when trying to like use a machine or something like that. I'm trying to just pay attention. And I'm just like, we're like, you know, we're out of sync. There's no chemistry or something like that. And he's just like, Wah. and like, I just called him. Up. I don't even know how he even went from there. He's just like being, a, he's like, he wanted to try to start some shit. And I was just like, what, what are you even talking about? And, and then like, <laughs> I don't know. It just went into like name calling. I called him a fat ass. He kind of had a speech impediment. So I made fun of that. Um, like this dude isn't like retarded. He's just like some just dopey fat kid so it's like you know just I, like dude i had like seniority over your position like just have like some kind of respect you know what i'm saying like when you're the new guy in any job dude you're supposed to like eat shit that's how that goes for a while and then when you're like in there for a while you become like a veteran other people respect you know what i mean that's how that goes that's how it's worked for me at every fucking job like i've ever done like people treat you like shit sort of you know what i mean here or there, and you just suck it up, you're like, alright, and you just keep doing it, but this motherfucker, he brought, brought out his phone to record this, like, I was gonna hit him or something, he brought out his phone, because I probably would have kicked his ass, because he was a fat fuck, and like, <laughs> dude, it was, I don't know, like, I was just like, he called me a faggot, <laughs> he called me like a scrawny faggot, and it's like, and you think he said, like, didn't offend me, because it's just like, I don't know, I'm like, at this point in my life, where it's like, I can't really be offended, I don't know, it's like I work, I work pretty hard. I'm pretty like, you know, I make a decent money. I could be doing better, but it's like, you know, shit's working out, dude. It's way. It's, I've I've been seeing like how a lot of people, you know what I mean, like things. I've I've been doing all right. So, um, yeah, that happened, and then like, yeah, he's just trying to record me on his phone, and then it's like I was like about like, I'm probably like. 10 feet away from this dude and i was just like walking like why are you even still recording he's like get out of my way buddy it's my personal space i'm like all this space it's like oh is this like your fat orbit is this like the orbit of how fat you are do like does like shit like rotate around you because you're so fat you have like a gravitational pull dude i roasted that dude for being fat i don't know 
I think, like, I just, uh, dude, like, people just, just the arrogance that, like, like, he wanted that, like, he had his phone out, like, this was gonna be some world star moment, you know what I mean, like, this was gonna get on world star, so it's like, oh, look at me, oh, fat kid, here's my video that gets a million clicks, please subscribe to my channel where I, you know, bake cookies and shit to shove down my fucking throat, like, this fucking idiot, (laughs) oh, my god, I don't know, that he went and snitched on me, like a bitch, like, I don't know, so, so fucking stupid, so fucking stupid, that he just went inside and just snitched on me, and I'm like, are you, f- I'm like, literally like, are you kidding me right now, like, how did this even ask, all I told the dude was to pay it, I just told him to pay attention, and just said, we gotta get these carts in here, and we were just, we were fine before that, and the week before, we were chill, everything was going fine, you know, I, 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 I just don't, dude, people, like, that's the, he's just, just, it's, he's insecure, he said he was at college, and then I questioned about that, I was like, do you even go to college, and I think that really pissed him off, because he may not even be going to college, so, I mean, if you said something like that, and that pisses somebody off, like, I, I don't know, just, all right, that's, yeah, that's the, <laughs> I think on that note, that's the podcast, so, uh, yeah, that was my weekend, and, uh, ooh, this is a half hour, so I'll keep talking until it's 30 minutes, and, uh, yeah. Dude, people are too not, I, dude, I can't stand Twitter. I'm gonna t- spend the last 30 seconds just roasting Twitter, like, just the amount of complaining that goes on there, it, it's just insane, and, like, it's all people in high school and college that don't even, like, really have it, it's like, dude, get a job and just work, believe me, you'll become less depressed. Here's the reason why a lot of people are depressed. People sit there and, like, watch Netflix all day, not getting anything done, not making money. Dude, I feel the same way when I do that. When I just sit there on Netflix, not doing anything, not getting money. I feel all right when I'm out working, going to the gym, doing, like, productive things and not just sitting around being lazy. Like, every day, like, I just feel like I need to go out here and, like, go to the gym or make some money. Like, those are just things that I just, like, feel like I need to do to, like you know, feel like good about myself for that day. That's just like how I've like kind of wired myself here slowly because I can't just sit around and just do nothing or not get anything done. I don't know. That's just like, that's like what's helped me. And it's like, of course, like, dude, I like, I don't know. It's just, dude, a ton of people get depressed. Like we get it. You get depressed sometimes. I'm saying there's like, there's definitely like ways to cope with that. You know what I mean? And I think a lot of people just, I don't know, just don't care. But it's just the constant, like, social, it's just, it's insane. Oh, you know what's insane here? It's how they're turning on Killer Mike. I love Killer Mike. I love Run the Jewels. Now they're turning on him because he's a he's a supporter of gun rights. And his rationale for it is pretty rational. It's just like, he's like, look how black people have been treated in this country. And then they want me to give my right to own a gun back to the same, pe- back to the same government that's, like, abused my people for you know, pretty much ever. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, there you go. That's why you have the right to have a firearm to defend yourself. He makes total sense, but no, on Twitter, they're like roasting him. I think he posted, like somebody posted, I think he may have posted a meme where it was like, the Democrats want to take away your guns, your right to bear arms, and the Republicans want to build walls. And then it said like, sounds like uh, they kind of want to make a prison. <laughs> prison, just imprison you. You're trapped. In this country, in walls, no way to defend yourself with a firearm. But the you know, the feds, the police, they can have firearm. It's just, I don't think that issue is going to be solved. 
it's just too complex. Like we need more like mental hospitals. That's what we need. We need funding for mental hospitals. And if people are fucking crazy and all this shit, like we need to diagnose that instead of being like, Oh, it's okay. They can walk around. You know, it's like, no, like we got to like get this and you know, I think we need more hospitals. I think that's what they've done, right? They've cut funding for mental hospitals. That's why, like, you see all these, like, white people that like to go into fucking mental hospitals and stuff during, like, you know, uh, Halloween time because it's fun, you know? Because it's like they just close all these hospitals and now all these just, a lot of just untreated psychos are just walking around and I don't know. It's, it's just, it's bizarre. But yeah, that's podcast thirty six. Uh, I hope this was a entertaining episode. <laughs> hope you enjoy it. Uh, yeah, let's have a good week, and uh, yeah, I'll do this again next week. Peace.